Stop it. Stop it. No. <laughs> bada bang, bang, bang. Roman, you ready? Yes, sir. Roman, ready. What a thing! What a thing! Okay, well, before before we even get into things, let me first yeah. start by saying I don't appreciate how you do my ad lib. Like that's my ad lib. So <laughs> do your you own ad lib. Don't come for my ad lib. Rah, she's telling me to hold my corner with the ad lib. You know, that's what I'm trying to say in the most she's disrespectful way. Oh, hold your my, corner. Hold Simple. Hold my corner with the ad lib. Okay. Exactly. And I mean that in the most disrespectful way, Roman. Let's be you clear. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know, the f- I, I'm only doing your ad lib because I like it. I don't you know care. what I'm saying? I don't I'm, care. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing your ad lib because I like it. You see, you see, you see how uh-uh. we got off to this. No. You see how we no, started you know this what? podcast, people? No, no. We started then this podcast with, uh-uh. with aggression, mm-hmm. like with, with intimidation. You know, I'm over here just, I, I tell you, I'm, I've been put on the um, back foot okay, early. Okay, first Early off, doors. I'm, I'm, I'm just making it clear of my expectations, right? Just like mm-hmm. anything in life, you have to be clear with your expectations and what you expect. All right. You know, what you expect from your friendship, your marriage, your relationship. <laughs> you know, honestly, it really sounds like. You I do expect HR, listen, you hold I, HR meeting for everything in your listen, life. Listen, like, I, I do expectations with my mother. Listen, I do expectations with my mother. Like Wow. Mother dearest, this I love you deep. girl. I love you girl, but let's, you know let's review I've, these terms I've, and conditions. I've I've never <laughs> done I've never done this before with any relationship in my life. I've never ever sat down with a friend, a partner, a lover, and been like, "Listen, let me tell you what I expect from this relationship." I yeah, what, but I might maybe I'll employ it. Maybe I'll employ I mean, it moving forward. Everybody you know knows where they stand. I'm just saying. So mm-hmm. then, and then suddenly down the road, you guys have problems because. Everyone thinks everyone's a mind reader, and that you should know that you you should know me enough to know that. No, bubble, I cannot read right. your mind. So set those expectations. It sounds like it sounds like there's a lot of conversations that are going to be going on with you and people. You know, there's a lot of they, conversations. They, they happen over time. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I phase okay. people into my expectations. It comes in levels, right? And when you pass the mm. first level, then you go into the level two expectations. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you know yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually glad i'm getting to know you under the parameters of a podcast because Woo! i'm telling you man if i was having these conversations with a prospective partner i'd be like babe I'm no i'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm i tell I'm, you no i tell you what you'll be doing you'll say babe do you know what i appreciate you being so honest with me so we don't waste each other's time that's what you'll be saying or because Five years down the line, you find something out, and you'll be like, why didn't you just tell me now I'm all invested in this? And if you had told me before I was, I may or may not have made a different decision. Hey, that, that would have I'm to be just, a big bombshell. I'm just, After, I'm just, that would have to be a big bombshell. After five years, I'd I'm imagine just, that I'd know a what, few things. You know what, what I'm they, saying? What if they were hiding an illegitimate child, though, for five years? I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, but like, you, you have to find out, surely. Not necessarily. I mean, I mean the, the the baby could be living with the mother, and you know she says, "Oh yeah, that's my little sister." And then five years later, oh, she says, "Oh yo, listen, I got something to tell you. That's actually my child." So if your girl's mother, right, is yeah. raising the child, and then she says, "Oh yeah, that's my little sibling," 
And you oh. think, oh, this is my little oh. sibling for time. And then five years down the line, she says, oh, babe, I love you too much. And I oh. need to tell you something. The deceit that baby is deep. mine. I'm just saying. The I'm just saying. Runs deep. What See? would you do in that? At that, what would you at do that in moment, that at that moment, you would have wished she was just upfront with you from day one. See? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, you know, like at the end of the day, let's face it, people can tell you what they want in it. There's no, no guarantees. No guarantees. Mm. What would you do in that situation, Nick? What would you do if well, you if, found a, if, a, if a man had hidden have a you, child have you from ever me? Felt, have, you, have you ever, has that situation ever happened? I'm curious. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so it's never, what, just, do, what, like, so do you actually say to a guy straight up, like, do, do you have any illegitimate, do you have that's, any children that you're not telling me about? Is that a conversation you have with, with That's part of my shortlisting criteria. Listen, do mm-hmm. you have children? You know, yes the funny or no. That's I've I've had that question a couple times. Like there's I think it's probably just something that women experience with guys where guys lie about kids. Yeah, and especially when you hit a certain age, women will probably think you must have a youth by now. Like I'm in my thirties. They probably think I got kids. You know You're a I mean? rare breed. For you to be in your thirties mm. without children, you're rare. Believe me. <laughs> no, me okay. just more. Me uh, just pull out, you know. Papa me, not, me not me not offer protect myself and my investments. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Stop it. You know you pull out game ain't strong. You wrap it up, or you make sure the girls on the pill. Stop it. Stop hey, listen, it. Man. Everybody, I, a, I do a combination guy, of all of every, those things. Every guy thinks his pull out game is strong. And then when baby comes after nine months, he's, he's like, I just don't understand man's pull-out game was nah. everything. Stop it. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. My pull-out Stop game is it. so... If there's anything that I would honestly, I'd put my put my house on, yeah? My pull-out game is on point. But what like, about I've pre-cum, got it down though? to a science. What about pre-cum, though? Let's move on. Uh-huh. So. Okay, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> because last thing I knew... And I know I'm not uh, a male, but last thing I understood was that pre-cum couldn't be controlled. But okay, let's move on. You pull that game strong, right, Roman. You pull that game strong. I do a little Google on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Google that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, listen, that's that's definitely one of the most interesting starts to the podcast that we've ever had. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man, everything good your end? How's life in Toronto treating you? Let the listeners know how you're doing. Of course, of course. I'm doing good. It started snowing today, so obviously I had to snow boot myself <laughs> up real Jeez. quick. Real snow, quick. you know. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Do, you know do you know what? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really mind it. Because yeah. if you have the right gear, because I have some full-on snow boots, big old mm. coat, I've got big old jumpers, a big old hat. Yeah. I've even kitted out my dog. My dog has her own snow boots. Oh, yeah. and we, her... know about, we know about mm-hmm. that. I'm just saying. <laughs> she's accustomed <laughs> to them now. Now she 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 strips in them. Now she knows oh, what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She knows how to get around now. Yeah, she does. She mastered it. Yeah. <laughs> we're good, we're good. What about you? How are you doing? I'm all good, man. All good. We're out of lockdown. Officially. Uh-huh. Nice. From midnight, out of lockdown, baby. Blah, blah. So, um, you know, it means that man's can, like, you know, might be able to see a couple people. Get your get your jingle bed on, okay? <laughs> yeah, man, look, sound, sound, but I'm that. Look, look, look. Okay, look, look. okay. 
<laughs> dashing through the snow, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> In a one-horse open sleigh, you know what I'm saying? God, um, us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's the, it's the last podcast for the season, so maybe I'll have some news when we come back for season two. You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, the... yeah, when we come back for season two, you're going to have to let us know about all your... <laughs> Extracurricular, all your extracurricular activities that you got to over the break period. Yes, (laughs) I will fill. I will fill you all in. So, like you say, this is our last podcast, right? So, Mm. what what we're going to be doing today? Well, you know what, we had a little idea. So, I've been thinking to myself, this is our fifteenth podcast, right? And boy, I know you know what I mean, but. People will be listening and they would have gotten to know us a little bit over the last few weeks, but they don't really know us intimately. You know, they don't really know us as well as they possibly could. Now, there's there's a study. It's like a it's like a little questionnaire and there's 36 questions that they say you should basically ask someone to fall in love with them. Now, don't get me wrong, Nick. I'm not trying to fall in love with me, Roman. I'm not trying to try to I'm not trying to try to think. Well, be careful now because... Well, you know, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Well, I've heard I've heard and seen that it's a nice little booty. I'm just No, but like... You know, I was thinking to myself, like, wouldn't it be cool for us to actually throw some of these questions at one another? And then, you know, because there's things, still things about you I don't know. There's things about me you don't know. And then we'll just use this last episode as a chance to kind of throw some of these questions back and forth and just see where it takes us. And I thought maybe it could be a little tradition where at the end of every season, we do these questions, throw some different questions at one another, and then just deep dive and see where we go. I'm all yeah, for man. it. Okay, let's do all this. All right. She's on board. She's on board. All right. Now, I've sent you the questions, right? Listeners, if you want to find it also, all you have to do is just basically type in on Google the 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. And then you can see what all of these questions are. But uh, I think ladies first, man. Ladies first. What, what question oh. would you like to delve into <laughs> first and foremost? Okay. Um. Okay. So my first question to you Roman mm-hmm. is what do you value most in a friendship? What do I value most in a friendship? Mm. I think I think honesty. And I know that might sound cliche, right? But I really do value honesty more than anything in a friendship because I like I need people in my life to tell me when I'm doing something right. I do love like confirmation and, and, you know, affirmations, but I also like when people are in my life and they can tell me when I'm doing something wrong, you know, people who aren't afraid to pull me up and let me know when I've stepped out of line, you know, and I feel like I pull myself up a lot of the time anyway, Mm -hmm. but I do like when people can actually be strong enough and be big enough to, you know, stop me in my tracks and be like, oh, Roman, I didn't check for that. Or you could have done this better or you could have done this better or whatever, you know? So for me, I feel like honesty is a big one, man. You know, honesty is a really big one. You know, I, I, what, 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 what would you, what, what would you say? What would you say is the biggest thing for you in terms of a friendship? 
You know what? For me, mm. it's truthfulness. Like one thing I cannot stand is a mm. liar. Listen. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. matter how small the light is. I cannot stand it. It grates me. It grates me in ways that I can't control. Like if someone mm. lies to me, I'm feeling kind of hulkish. Like I get hulky, right? And yeah. then when Hulk comes out, I just can't control the aftermath. How you're going to... Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's literally, you know, everybody has that one thing that just tips them over the edge. A lie is yeah, that for me. So if I have, if I'm around like my friends, my people, my circle, I have to mm. trust them. And for me to trust them, I have to know that they're truthful, right? Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Yeah, mm. if someone, if if someone is is untruthful to you, someone lies to you, okay, yeah. but they actually come to you and tell you whether it be a day later a week later whatever look i lied to you about something and they come clean does that give no, them more, do you no. give them do you get even even milan's like no no milan's milan, like no milan added her piece. she said no. hear, oh, hear me out though so would you would you treat that person the same way as if they kept the lie from you the kept the truth from you and you found out through like a third party like or the fact that they came to you and was honest with you straight up, like in the end, does that not give them a bit more credit? Yeah, but they lied. Why? Well, why did you mm. lie in the first place? What inspired you to like listen? I am such a easygoing person. Like I, mm. I, I do not get phased by a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah. To be quite honest. So mm-hmm. for someone to lie to me, I'm kind of like a why it's not like I ever overreact or anything like that half the time I'm like okay cool like that's yeah. that's cool so for you to lie to me why because you didn't do it for my benefit you did it for your benefit and even if you complain mm. you still felt you needed to lie to me so I'd, right, I'd, I'd be cautious mm. yeah I'd be cautious like they'd probably still get treated like somebody that lied to me and I get I found out later on down the line I'd yeah. probably be as much as a bitch to them but mm-hmm. I still don't trust them as much. I feel you. So effectively, you would rate someone more if they just come clean, even if it's even if it's the, even if it's a truth that would hurt you. Even if the truth hurts me, like mm. I am an adult, grown woman. If I'm asking for something, or you know, you're telling me something on your own, off your own back, I expect mm. the truth and nothing less. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And I think we're, well, we're cut from the same cloth in that respect then. Because truthfulness, honesty, like it's it's all kind of part of the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all some part of the same cloth. And we clearly hold that in high regard. You know? How would you take it if someone lied to you though? I think I'd take it, I'd take it pr- pretty much the same way. I'd want to know why. Like I'd want to know I'd at least want to know why they lied, right? What their justification was. What were they thinking? Because <sighs> the truth isn't always easy to tell. You feel me? Like the, I've I've been in positions where I've had to tell the truth, and it's it's so hard. Like you can feel how hard it is to even just vocalize it, right? I've been in positions where it's hard to tell the truth, and the lie would probably be easier just to get through that particular moment. But what happens is if you have a conscience, it just keeps grating on you and grating on you and then you have to come clean. Mm. So, you know, like for me, I, I just feel like 
I would want to know why they lied initially. Uh, I probably wouldn't be able to justify it though. You know, I'd, mm. I'd maybe be able to understand, but maybe not be able to justify mm. uh, their reason. But I'd at least want to know that much. Whether I could trust them again after that, I mean, look, we all know once trust is broken, it's it's just one of those cracks that I don't think it ever truly gets repaired. You know, it, it, it can be mended to some degree, but it's never fully repaired. It's never the way it was before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's just something, if you're the one who's who's lied, that's something you have to live with. And then ultimately, if it's someone who's done it to you, something that they just got to live with also, they got to swallow that and just accept that, look, you fucked up. You know what I mean? Is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, all right. So uh, I guess we're 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 quite on par with that one, Nikki. Is a mm, I guess we agreement, are. I guess so. Going mm-hmm. on there. Right. makes for a good friendship. You know, we're gonna be real with one another. Don't get too you excited know. now. Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, Nikki's been real with me a few times, yo. <laughs> Couple couple episodes that maybe never even got recorded. Nikki was vexing, giving me a little mm-hmm. air bashing. So I'm I'm I tell you, man. Keep it real all the time. Okay, here's an interesting one. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, Mm. which would you want? So you're going to live till 90, but for the last 60 years of your life, you can either retain the body of a 30-year-old or the mind of a 30-year-old. Which would you go for? Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I want, I mean, your reasons. Which would you go for and Wait. what's your reasons why? Do you know what? I'd have to say mind, you know, because I was playing this in my mind, like two yeah, seconds, yeah. Like you, the two seconds you gave me to answer this. I know, this is pretty was, much on the spot, isn't I was it? Playing it? I was playing this in my mind and I was thinking to yeah. myself, would well, you know what? I love traveling, I love experiencing new things. And then I was like, yeah, but my mind could be gone. So what, what? what's the point in that if I can't even remember or know what's going on, right? So yeah, it's like yeah. my mind, it has to be my mind. Because mm. even if like my body shuts down on me, right? And mm. I, I'm not as able as I am now, for example, I'd still yeah. be able to have great conversations, interact with my grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren, tell the stories mm. about safe sex and ting and ting and ting. And, you know, have those nice memories and still know what's going on, right? So I just mm. feel like for me, my mind would be more important to retain than my body. All right. Let me ask you this, though, right? From the age of 20 mm. to the age of 30, Mm-hmm. Can you feel how much you've developed mentally? Like the person you were at 20 compared to the person you were at 30. Definitely. That 10 years, right? Yeah. So the person that you were at 30 compared mm-hmm. to who you will be at 40, mm-hmm. right? That's again going to be another jump. Yeah. Imagine never discovering that. Imagine never in, never discovering the, the level of maturity and the other perspectives that you'll have on life in each of those decades. Like, do you feel like no, the knowledge that you had at 30, where you were at 30, is that state of mind that you'd happily be locked in for the rest of your life? 
because it's, but not, it's, so not, much it's not but it's, it's not being locked into it is it like yeah, no, but that's 20, the thing. It is, but it's, no, from twenty to thirty, having your mind mm. is still being coherent. It's still being able to understand your surroundings. It's still being able to interact and communicate and remember. Ah, it's, but you see that—that's the mind to me. Like you're not locked into nah, a mind. But Just that's like the thing. if it was body, you wouldn't be locked into your body. Like no, like your mind. No, but that is that is where the. That. No, but that is where the question's coming from. It's not so much just the health you of your mind question? at 30. Did you write the question? No, but, no, but it stands to reason. It stands to reason. I don't agree with you, though. It stands to reason, though. Because if if you were talking about... So they're talking about either your mind stays at 30 or your body stays at 30, right? What they're talking about is, yes, the health of your mind, but also just the state that it's in. Like your body will stay in the state that it's in. Well, and I, never will, age, I will keep right? it then. I will keep it then. You will still keep I'm, I'm it. I'm happy yeah? where I am at this. I'm just playing devil's advocate, you know. I got no. I got point, no dog in the fight. I'm just no, playing no, devil's no, advocate. No, just stop talking. Yeah, because <laughs> you're going on like you. You're rude, like, blood clot. Like, you're, like you're the author of these questions. First and foremost, I would keep my mind. End of conversation. Right? Yeah. Okay. Like I'd want okay. my. I'd want to retain my mind more than I would mm-hmm. want to retain my body. Okay. I am tempted to go body on this one. Interesting. Yeah? Is it for sexual reasons? Now, no, not strictly for sexual reasons oh. because you got to remember. Mm. No, but you got to remember the mind changes, right? So if my body is going to stay at 30 and my mind's going to get older, then by the time I hit 60 mentally, I'm not going to want to be knocking boots the way I'm not, I was knocking boots at 30. You know what I mean? Like as you get older mentally, your desires and things change. You know, your perspective on life changes. And I know how much my perspective on life has changed from 30 to 35, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm answering the question from, from a different perspective. Like, and I'm going to, uh, obviously, these are open to interpretation. You were interpreting it just in, ca- in, the, stage, in the stage of, like, the, the health of your mind. Mm-hmm. I, I'm interpreting it in the sense of, I think it's also a state of mind. So the state of mind I was in at 30 compared to how I feel now at 35 I think I've grown and developed so much as an all-round individual in the last five years that I want to continue feeling as though I can develop, right? And mentally, I think I need to age for that to happen. I need to, my perspective needs to change and continue growing. I get your perspective because mm. where my mind is now at 30 is where you as a male would be at 60. So I completely get it. <laughs> I get it. It makes complete sense. It does. Oh, she's throwing it's shots, like, people. She's it was throwing like, shots. I, this is like an epiphany moment. No, but let's be huh. honest. Let's be honest. Y'all age differently. Very slowly no, but, in comparison to women when it comes to your mind. So I get it. I, I, it makes I'm sense inclined. to me. I, I'm, I'm inclined to. I'm, I'm, I'm supporting you. I'm supporting you. Go ahead with your life. Go ahead. I, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think you're, the disparity in the age that you gave there is massive. So I disagree <laughs> with that age gap. Yeah, well. but I, but I am inclined to agree with you in the sense that, like, for example, I think that a lot of men would be better prepared to be like take fatherhood for example right Mm -hmm. i think a lot of men would be better prepared to be fathers at the age i am now or in their 30s as opposed to in their 20s right they might get some 
I have. Uh, you might. I mean, I've met some people that should maybe wait till forty. But okay, yeah, we'll, no, we'll run with, we'll with that theory. No, but there you go. I'd even back you on that. Yeah, yeah. because I think life experience and perspective will make you uh, can make you a better individual if you put that work in. You yeah, know? And so it takes so a while to get there. I hear that. I hear that. Mm-hmm. It ta- it can take men a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 agreeing with you, but you're ta- you're you're starting to put some spice in there. You're put, you're putting some con you're putting some condescending tones, some disrespectful tones on this. Like you're I'm gonna lose an ally over here. You're gonna lose an ally in a minute. Yeah, no, like now nah, you. I don't Robin. like your support. Robin. Your support is this is what I get for supporting. Nah, nah, I'm nah, here backing you up. Nah, you up and supporting you. And this your, 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 your support is a little bit too uh, bougie, bougie. A little bit too. Uh, mm-hmm. See that? Yeah. We don't support them. Yeah. They got something to say. You support nah, them. Nah. They got something to say. I just can't win. Nah, you hold your corner over there. I'm going to hold my corner because obviously my corner. compliments aren't being received. So that's the last time I compliment and support your ass. Yeah, you, you, your complimentary tone needs. <laughs> needs work <laughs> <laughs> now nah, but yeah so i'd i'd go mind i'd go i'd go i'd keep my body because i think that even if my mind goes like you know if my body's still healthy enough then i can at least still walk i can move i'm mobile um but i'd want to see where my mind continues going i'd want to see where my mind keeps going and 35 to 40 i think would be an interesting period and and so on so uh so yeah i'd keep the body young and I'd let the mind grow. So that's that's the answer to that one there. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't comment anymore because obviously yeah, you don't yeah, please. my compliments please. and my support please. in the right way. No, no, please. No, no more. Done. Done. Okay, whatever. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Here's one. I'm going to change it up a little bit, right? So I'll uh, read the original and then I'll, I'll mm-hmm. read how I'm going to change it. So the original says... Right, Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Now, okay. what I'm going to change it to is name mm-hmm. three things you would want you and your partner to have in common. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, number one, mm-hmm. I would like us to have a similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one big contention I've had in past relationships is just like going out with girls who don't get my humor. They don't find you funny, huh? No, they don't need to find me hilarious, but they just have to understand my sense of humor. Uh Because if there's not an understanding of it, then I can do something in jest or say something in jest and they can take it very seriously. And then before you know it, we're arguing when all I was doing was making a joke. And I'm like, I'm tired of that shit. Like, you know what I mean? How would you describe your sense of humor? I think my sense of humor is a little bit wacky, sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, wacky, sarcastic, sometimes even a little bit like juvenile, you know, like just, mm, just childlike. I'm just yeah. playful. Yeah, yeah, like playful, you know what I mean? And it can be a little bit cutting at times, but it's never, it's never meant to hurt. You know what I mean? I would never, ever be deliberately hurtful. So if I say something that I think is just a little bit of humor and the person takes it the wrong way, before you know it, everyone's angry. And then uh, I got to end up apologizing for something that I don't even think I did anything wrong with. And uh, we don't want none of that. That's, uh, that's the, uh, I hate that shit. So yeah. So um, a similar 
a sense of humor or like at least an understanding of my type, my sense of humor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also would want us to have uh, a level of, a similar level of depth because conversations matter to me. Mm. And I really, really, really love to be able to have a good conversation with the woman that I'm with. So uh, a level of depth is very important. And I saved this one till last deliberately because it would have been too cliche for me to put it first. Uh-huh. But shit, I feel no overwork. I myself in the bedroom. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit, I feel no overdoing this. Some, some gotta be, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be sexual chemistry. We so, need to be popping it off together in the bedroom. Interesting. So, with these questions being in common, you you feel like. You're good in the bedroom. You know what? I'm gonna back myself. Uh-huh. I've never had I've never had any complaints. Okay. You know well, what I mean? You never know if a woman's faking it, do you? We're very good actresses. So do you think you're good in the bedroom? <laughs> no, don't but don't blame no, no, no. Don't no, don't listen, don't go to listen. I've never had complaints. Give me a real answer. Like no, listen, do you listen, think listen, you're good in the bedroom. I'm good in the bedroom, Nick. Right, I'm okay. good in the bedroom. Okay. Say it with your chest, man. Say it with your chest. Come on. No, but I'm I'm also not a proud individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a boastful individual. So I'm never going to be that guy who's going to be like, who, me? I'm bad in the bedroom, man. Bring any hey. girl I knock down hey. doors, bro. There's nothing wrong with being modest. You're like, I've never had complaints. Stop it. Come on. Listen, man. Say with your chest. Man. Say with your... Well, that wasn't modest. That was like bashful. Like, oh, I've had no complaints. Say with your chest, man. Are you good in bed or not? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, let me let me throw it to you. How should I have answered? Listen, you you, you answer with conviction, right? No, I want I want you go no, on, tell no, me. So no, tell me, answer, tell me, tell me how no. I should have answered. Okay, 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 okay. Let me get into Roman character and and you yeah. go ahead. Get into and Nikki now I'll go. In, I'll get into me. Nikki. I'll get into Nikki character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Alright, alright. So, 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 Roman, Roman. Um, so. How, how, are you are you good? How, would you say you're good in bed? <coughs> you know, so that <laughs> man, I'm bad man in a bed. You know, <laughs> I'm not, no, no, Nikki, no, Nikki, no, Nikki, no, no. Man's just, man's just saying, yeah, that in the bedroom, uh, I know what I'm doing. You get me? You know, I know what I'm doing in the bedroom. You get me? I know how to find the spots and the G's and everything. You get me? And oh whether, my it's, whether it's my ting or my tongue or my hand, or, I'm just saying, man knows what he's doing. You get me? Okay, that See? would never be me. <laughs> I said that, that was a great impression. No, that was a good that that I was a good was impression. Fantastic. That was a good impression of me having a laugh at myself. I feel like, like I hit the nail on the head there. I feel like that I hit it. would. I would. But I would. I would just never <laughs> respond like that. Like, like never. Se- I would never seriously respond like that. Like even if I, even if I'm that good, it just I would never ever respond hey. like that. But well, hey, <laughs> that's how you just responded, Roman. So nah, it's what man. it is. I don't know what to tell okay. you. Okay. But but yeah, I like put it this way. I I think I'm I think I'm actually quite a good lover. I think that when it comes to women, like Mr. I wouldn't say Roman, that I... Roman. <laughs> Roman. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I love you, I want to. I love my brother, my right. man. Well, if I love you, I want to. When you back up on the right. Are those the words? No, I, no, I just I made mean, that shit up. <laughs> I'm like. Uh... <laughs> what is the what is the lyric actually? It's like I don't um, know. If I love you, 
If I love and you're looking for, you're a buck up on the right man. I think that's what he says. Anyway, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Yes. But the point, the point I was going to make is like, in terms of, I would never say that like, cause you, I don't think you can work every woman out cause every woman's different. But I think in terms of being receptive, like being attentive, knowing when to, when to be aggressive, knowing when to kind of like let that ease up. I think just reading people, I feel like I'm good at that. Here's and, a question. Here's a question for mm, you, Roman. Mm. What would you say the difference is between having sex and making love? I would say the difference between having sex and making love is the level of emotional engagement that takes place between the two. Mm-hmm. I think that making love, there's a lot more emotional engagement. Yeah. And I also think that the pace, the way that you do things, it's a lot softer. It's a lot, it's a lot more sensual. Whereas sex, we don't even have to look each other in the eye. (laughs) You know, like that's just like raw. That's anything goes. That's like, we don't need to be caring too much about feelings. And we just, we smashing, we smashing this place up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. No, nah, I mean, all right, but let me throw this back at you because okay, go. you got answer also. So three things, three things that you would want to have in common with your partner. Shoot. Okay. So I'll go with the one that we're the same on and that sense of humor, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for me, I have a dry sense of humor. I'm very sarcastic. I mean, the best of times I'm like borderline insulting, if not insulting. Right. And that mm-hmm. is, that is, we <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. do not have to agree so hard, Roman. <laughs> I'm just supporting you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just supporting you though. Okay. Well, you see fellas, Karen, support the girl. Support me. Yeah, go I feel it. Go Thank you. I feel it. So <laughs> I'm just saying that I have that type of humor, that sense of humor, very dry, very sarcastic. Yeah. Borderline insulting at the best of times. But I will take insults as well. So if I'm insulting you, and a lot of my insults are petty at the best of times. (laughs) Can you give us an example? Can you give us an example of one of Nikki's? It depends what it is. It depends what it is in the moment, right? Okay. It it, it depends in the moment who the person is and what they're saying. Because I will Mm. more than likely bounce off something that they've said because I'm a little bit witty at the best of times. Sometimes to my own fault, it gets me in trouble sometimes. But but mm. I bounce off what people say. Sometimes okay. it's petty, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. it's in the oh, moment. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. in the moment and it depends who the person is. Um, so yeah, that has that's important for me, just to get my sense of humor. Um mm. I think and for us to have a similar sense of humor so we get each other. I think another one is adventurous, right? That's one thing we have to yeah. have in common. We have to be adventurous, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean in everything like i i can be spontaneous at the best of times don't get me wrong i'm Mm. very organized but i can be spontaneous i could turn around and say oh it's a long weekend you know what let's 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 fly to bermuda just like do you know what i mean i exactly and i need someone that's adventurous that will do that if i say hey baby you wanna you know you want to go learn how to snowboard like never snowboarded before in my life Mm. but hey you let's, give it, let's give it a try like you can't you can't go out with with one of the men who's just like oh, no i don't want to bungee jump oh no i don't want to skydive oh no i don't want to jump in the ocean oh just no keep, i just can't like 
Trust me, yeah. one, of the, one of them people, ah, ah, black people don't ski still. Like, listen, this black person is <laughs> trying to, so now you've met somebody that wants to who is black, so you, can, yeah, so you, can, yeah, you can't yeah. give me that generalization anymore. That's something, you know? That's some, you, know, you know what, thinking back to uh, one of our previous episodes, I think it was either Laws of, I think it was Laws of Attraction, when we were yeah. talking, about, like, the experience that I've had where I've met women, um, and like who are black, like some black women who don't want to do some of the things that I want to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In terms like going away and going for like country walks or like going flipping skiing. And and it's not to say that they're not out there, but you know, it's, it's that thing of like, you know how you just mentioned how like, you know, you couldn't be no black man who doesn't want to do those things. But there are some black guys out there who kind of turn their nose up at doing adventurous yeah. things. And it's like, nah, man, like we need to live. Like everyone should, experience these things there's not things that are out there just for white people or like just for a particular race it's exactly. like they're out there for it's all of all us to do and experience experiences you know? exactly mm. it's all about experiences and i'm all for experiences when i go on holiday i like to stay with the locals you're not going to catch yeah, me in the tourist yeah, yeah, even yeah. if we are in brazil and we don't speak portuguese we're going to learn within this week so because mm. no one speaks english where at so it's those kind of things those kind of that kind of adventure that i want that i would I like to that. have in common with someone right so so you had adventurous was that the first one actually no so. sense of humor so, so yes it sense of humor adventurous okay okay what's number three <laughs> <laughs> i think for me family values Oh my goodness. Wow. Family values. Family values, I'm telling you now. Very important. Very important. Me and my family are so close and we're loud Mm. and we're just in your face and Mm -hmm. we will have a good time when we're with each other. And it's someone that doesn't have to come from a huge family, right? Because not everybody Mm. has big family or they don't grow up before their family, but has to understand that concept right yeah where all the families together we're going to be loud and we're going to be in each other's faces you'll probably witness some arguments and you'll probably witness some great things all in the matter of 20 minutes like so yeah like you kind of need to understand and accept and respect that for me like and Mm, like you you almost need to want that as well right so whether it's Mm. with your own family or my family or the family that we end up building together that's something that has to be important to you. Yeah, I understand that. I yeah. understand. Well, you know, you've got three. You got three very good things there. To be mm. fair, like I am surprised that you didn't mention anything to do with sex. I am surprised, and the reason why I'm surprised is because <laughs> I do think it's a big part of a relationship for both men and women. Um, but that does actually part. spark a. It sparks a question in my head of how much percentage emphasis do you think sex takes up in a relationship for you personally? Like how much percent would you give it? Um, see now sex is important, but I wouldn't put it in my top three, right? It's important. That's cool. But, but um, I just want to know percentage. I think percentage. Mm. Hmm. Oh, it's a little bit hard because I'm trying to weigh up how much percentage I would put on everything else. Hmm. I'm going to go in at halfway, at 50%. About 50%, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to go halfway, about 50%, maybe. So 50%, but it's 45. not in your top three. Might be 45%. That's still a huge percentage. I don't percentage. know. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I, I, right. I, have to, I have to, like, 
it's weird to try put it in a percentage at this point because I'm going to have to look mm. at all the other things that's important to me and then put a percentage yeah. on that to then put a percentage on sex. Because for me, a lot of how I feel mm. spills out into how I have sex, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If yeah. all these other things aren't aligned, then my girl ain't going to play for you. Like, she's not. Mm, like she's not she's well, not going think, to respond so i think that's a very feminine thing also i think yeah. like from my experience of speaking to women like sex isn't just the act it like it has to be a combination of so many other things yeah. that get you turned on to a person so i guess in that 45 to 50 percent that is sex within that 50 percent there's probably like other smaller percentages that add up to make the sex great you know and, and, what it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong you. sex is important but there's so much that makes up mm. that sex being important that i'm just like it's a little bit difficult to try throw a number on it without me doing a whole deep dive analysis on what's important that yeah i dig that at least a couple of hours to pull together those two <laughs> okay well we don't we don't have that time <laughs> we don't have that sort of time but it's all good all right, cool, man. Nah, all right, respect that. I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. So here's the next one. Uh, and I'm going to change it up a bit. Okay. So it says, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Now, for the sake of the partner, we're going to use one another. So basically, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of me, and I'll do the same for you. It says share a total of five items, but I say let's just go for three. Okay. Okay. Oh, let me think. <clears throat> Positive about Roman. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> make, make it good, you know. <laughs> oh, backside. Listen, um, Karen doing proper smurf. I'm going to not have any. Um, <laughs> I, do you know what? I think one good thing about you is you're artistic. Mm-hmm. Very artistic. And I think it's the way you express yourself through your art. Right. So whether it's, you know, your comedy or your music, like the way that you can express yourself and get your feelings Mm -hmm. out and, you know, just how you see yourself, the world, people, I think it's quite, I think it's quite good. Very good piece about you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's a big part of my life. Um, Okay. So a positive that I think about you is that you're very driven and I really appreciate and rate that in you because I I don't like people who talk about doing things but never do them, mm. you know? Uh, I think that when you have, especially because life is so short, when you have an idea, when you have a goal, when you have something that you want to experience, the key is to just go and do it. And if you fall flat on your face, then you learn. And if you soar and you do amazingly well, again, you learn also, you know what I mean? But you have the experience. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're someone who just goes, you have an idea and you go and get it. And I really rate that about you. I think that's something, a really, really class thing about your personality, you know? Aww, shucks. Thanks, Rowan. Well, you know, I, I just say say what I see, you know, like catchphrase. Just say what I see. Thanking you. Okay, so number two for me is how attentive you are, 
right? So we've had conversations, right? Before we even started mm-hmm. this podcast, you know, the way that we ended up speaking and having conversations, we ended up mm-hmm. deep, like diving quite deep into some topics, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. just how attentive you are with regards to that. And, you know, your communication style around those, maybe more sensitive topics and, mm-hmm. you know, the way that you communicate with me. But then also if it was something very sensitive, it's kind of, how you would then make me feel it was almost like I felt okay right and you're 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 a good person as a confidant because you're so attentive and Mm -hmm. you're such a good person in terms of being there for people I think that's a very good trait to have especially like as, as a man that's a very good trait to have Oh man, I've got goosebumps over here, yo. Man, you get goosebumping, brother, up over here, you know. Jeez. Be careful Jeez. now. <laughs> no, Don't fall in love with much. me. Be careful. I'm, well, I'm, serious, <laughs> I'm like, yo, if you're going to be bigger than man up like that every day, I might just. Mm-hmm. No, bless, man. I appreciate that. And you're right. We, we like, yeah, we, we started off having some really deep conversations really early, like for two people who didn't even really know each other. Mm. But, um, but that's. I think it's also testament to the fact that I felt comfortable enough to have those conversations with you, you know, and to expose parts of myself so that you could feel comfortable to expose parts of yourself. And that way we can have that openness. So, you know, I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you feel that way. And beyond anything, I really want people to feel comfortable. Mm. Any, especially women, to be honest with you, like any woman I know, I want them to feel comfortable when they talk to me because I know how men can make women feel uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. Like I'm, sometimes I'm so just the way that they it. breathe. Sometimes they just yeah. breathe funny. <laughs> and you, yeah. just, mm, mm. you know what I mean? So I'm so conscious of it that I'm like, I just want you to feel comfortable first and foremost. So I'm glad you feel that way. That that means a lot to me. Um, number two for you is going to be how bloody motivational you are like we've you are just like a force of motivation and positivity and once you get the bit between your teeth like once you just hold up latch onto something like and you realize that there's something someone else wants to do you are so encouraging and enthusiastic and you provided a lot of that for me when we first started talking you know and I know that it's within you that you want to get into motivational coaching and you know life coaching and things like that so people who want to go down that route they have to have something in them already Mm. there's something that you can't teach when it comes to that you know and I feel like you have that in droves you know, and so it was, there's so many times we've been on the phone and you've given me advice. So you've been supportive or you've been encouraging. And the next day I'm just, I get up and I attack whatever it is we were talking about. And even when like roadblocks are then put up in front of me, it's all, it's been like, okay, so what's the diversion route then? You know, you come back to me with positivity. It's never, oh, well, I guess you can't do anything about it. It's like, okay, well, what's your next option? what and I love that because I'm a very solution oriented person so it's nice to get that from someone else and you give that so you know another thing I rate you very highly for and another great like asset to your personality so you know that's number two that's number two for you oh thank you 
darn it. That's right. Yeah, Look at us just complimenting each other. I like, know. we don't know what to do after a while. We're just like, oh, this, like, this oh, love fest. Shucks. Um, <laughs> no, but that's, um, you know, all of my friends will say that I am so solutions-oriented. Mm. It's like, I will give you a moment to have, like, your moan about yeah. it. And when I say moment, you've got about five minutes. And then it's like, okay, so what are you mm. going to do now? Like, what's the next yeah. step? What are, what are you? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people need us because I know that we have a lot of comforters in the world and you do. You, in your friendship group, you need the comforter that will just hold you, tell you everything's mm. going to be all right. And you need the person that's going to say, okay, so what's next? What are you going to do? Yeah, great. Exactly. You can comfort all you want, but what's the next step? You kind of need that dynamic. So thank yeah, you. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, my last one for you, um, Mm -hmm. Roman, and I think it is so important for every man to have this. And I think I'm going to go ahead and say that if you don't have this as a man, stay single until you do. Right. Lay down the gauntlet. Honestly, to the point, Mm. self-awareness, right? Like Mm. you are very self-aware to the point where you know your flaws and you, you are able to communicate your flaws, right? So you're like, I know this is a flaw within myself. And this is what I'm trying to do to, you know, to change that. Or I know this is a flaw. I'm wary of it. I'm aware of it. I try and combat it. Like, or I know that this is a flaw in me. Like, and it is what Mm -hmm. it is. I'm grown. Like, but I need to make people aware that that this is the flaw that they will have to accept in me. Right. And so you're very open with, you know, who you are. Right. And you're very Mm -hmm. self-aware and you know what you're great at. You know what you're not great at. But even Mm -hmm. more importantly, you're not afraid to just, say it and communicate that right because yeah. i as people we all have flaws right and Indeed, we all have yeah. things that we're going to be working on we all have things that it is what it is you're going to have to just love me for it right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and you know that about yourself and because you know that about yourself you're able to articulate it and you're able to show your whole self which i think is such a good trait very 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 good and that's why i say unless you know this and you know what not just men i'd say Mm. women as well unless you are self-aware to this point where you can talk about your own flaws and what you need to work on to be successful in a relationship and what is just a flaw and you have to love me for it Mm -hmm. you shouldn't really be getting into anything serious so that's very good for you to have that Bless, man. And you speak a lot of truth there, Nick. Like, but, but like, thank you. Thank you first and foremost for, for acknowledging that about me, because I know, like you said, I, 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 I'll tell you what my flaws are or, or things I've done wrong in the past or, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, I'm well aware of it. And one of the toughest things so that, and that's why I say like, I it's, it's so good of you to say those words also like to men and to women, because the only way to get better at anything, whether it's you want to get better in, within yourself or you want to get better at whatever it is, you know, whether it's your career, whether it's a skill that you're trying to pick up. First thing you have to do is accept where you are. Mm. And I have had to accept where I am with a lot of things. And, you know, I'm not proud of, of things that have happened in the past in terms of relationships, in terms of the way I've treated people. You know, there's, there's, thing, there's people who didn't deserve to be treated the way they were treated. Mm. There's things I've done that people didn't deserve. You know what I mean? And there's things I've done to myself that I didn't deserve also. Yeah. And it's like, 
being able to sit down and take stock of those things and then decode them. Why did I do this? Why did this happen? How can I prevent that from happening again? And so you see the signs. And I feel like if we all do a little bit of work on ourselves, just a little bit every day and face hard truths about ourselves, we can protect ourselves from a lot of things, but we can also protect other people from having to deal with a lot of pain, you know, and we can Mm. prevent other people from experiencing pain caused by us. So, you know, I do try. And I think that the fact that you recognize that in me is it means that you must do the same thing, you know, because only people who are self-aware tend to acknowledge other people who are self-aware, you know? Um, And I know that you've done work on yourself over the years and, and that's what, that's what matters, man. It's always about getting better. Very true. Very, very true. I feel you on that. Well, we end on number three for you, Nick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this might be one of the biggest compliments I can pay you, especially coming from a man such as myself. And I'll explain why I say that uh, in a minute. But your faith. Okay. Your faith is something, even as I just said that, I got goosebumps. And I'm I'm praising you, but mm. I got goosebumps <laughs> for saying it. But your faith is something that I really do admire. It's something that I really do appreciate you for. And the reason why I say coming from a man like me is because I am not a religious person. I did not grow up following any particular religion. I do believe in spirituality and I feel like I am quite spiritual, but I'm not necessarily religious, you know, and I don't speak to God on a regular basis. And, but, but there's something about your faith mixed with your realness, which I love. It's kind of like you think of someone who has a strong faith and, and the, the image that you have is that the media portrays is like, yeah, but they won't do this and they won't do that and they don't do that. And it's like, you have your faith, but you also have this realness to your character where you will say it how you want to say it. You'll call a spade a spade. You don't mince your words and you're very open. Mm -hmm. And I think that that combination makes you a very unique person. And it's not just me saying this. I have had conversations with friends of mine who love you on this podcast and they acknowledge that you're just a very unique, and special individual you know what I mean for the way that you come across and I know that your faith has a lot to do with that I know mm-hmm. it's guided you a lot and you know you even got me to pray for you I to did. get this job that you have now Amen. <laughs> you Amen. know what I mean mm-hmm. um and 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 you got the job you know what I mean <laughs> and whatever people whatever people want to believe whether they want to believe it was the workings of God or like higher powers or if you just did really well in the interview ultimately like i know your faith has guided you to where you are today and uh and even though i'm not a religious person it's something that i really do respect within you and uh, it's given me an appreciation of people who do follow religion and people who are guided by their faith so that's something that um that has really rubbed off on me to a degree and it's something i really rate you highly for so so yeah that's my three for you man Thank you. And do you know what? Like, honestly, my faith is very important right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not like judgmental or anything like that. And like, mm. I, I accept my own flaws. 
right? I accept that yeah. I'm not perfect, right? And God's working on me every day, right? Mm-hmm. And I think being able to just be real with that is so important. Um, I think especially like um, from a religious perspective because we're yeah. human beings, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we like what we like, we want what we want and, you know, that doesn't diminish your faith right so yeah 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 i appreciate you saying that i do i appreciate you saying that because my faith is definitely something that's important to me yeah no I, well it, it it shows and and like i say i respect you for it man and and yeah like may it continue to guide you and may blessings continue to rain upon you girl amen nah, See, there are a lot to press this year from roman amen <laughs> Bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, I'm I'm actually really glad that we we did this for our, our last episode of the season. You know, I I think I didn't know exactly how it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. I like asking each other these questions. I didn't know if the banter would be there. I didn't know how deep we would go. <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like we got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think we managed to get uh, yeah, I think we managed to get a few things from that. Yeah, man, definitely. And and for you, the listeners, I really hope that you got a little bit from it and kind of got to know me and Nikki on maybe a bit more of a personal level, you know? Um, that, that, I, I hope you got that from it. But this is, this is our last episode for this season. We will be doing 15 episodes a season. Um, and now we're going to take a little break until, until the new year. What are you going to get up to, Nick, with your few weeks off? Eating and drinking, I think, is firm on my list. <laughs> drinking that more so good. than eating. But yes, I think that's definitely what I'll be doing. And just a lot of recoup family time. You know, the holidays are coming up, so yeah, just be chilling. What about you? That sounds good to me. You know what? I wish I could say the same, but believe it or not, I'm working over the whole festive period. Um, I'm literally working uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and the 27th, whatever you want to call that day. Um, so there won't really be too much like family time, but I will buy my traditional bottle of Bailey's Ooh, and uh, yes. a couple mince pies, and I'll put on at least another a, a kilo and a half, maybe. I'm I'm estimating, but I'll <laughs> I'm actually trying to lose it now. <laughs> So that I can put it back on. Like I'm actually just going hard now to lose it so I can put it all back on. But yeah, yeah that's the plan. That's the plan. Um Ooh, you gotta have Bailey's. You gotta have oh, Bailey's. You, oh, mm. listen, the creep the creep liqueur. But it's it's the only time that I buy it. It's the only just just in December. I never ever drink it it's throughout the rest drink. of the year. It's a good Christmas Proper drink. Proper Christmas drink, you know yeah. what I mean? But listen, to all of you who have listened to Slaps and Giggles for this first season, that have shared it with your friends, to our guest host, Kim, who joined us on the last episode. Um, And yet again, to everyone who sent in emails and suggestions, you make this show so much better and we appreciate you so much. So I'm going to hand over to Nikki because she does this so well. 
Over to you. <laughs> yes, guys, as Roman said, thank you so much for sticking with us. We've enjoyed a good season. But yeah. hey, listen, only because we're taking a bit of a break doesn't mean you can't contact us. So you can always reach us with ideas and new dilemmas and new topics for season mm. two. You can go ahead and email us on slapsandgigglespodcast at gmail.com. And of course, I'm still going to be active on the Insta. So you can go ahead and follow me on at Evan Nikki, Nikki spelled N I X X I, and of course Roman gonna be doing his thing, gonna be live and kicker on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and follow him too. Yeah, follow me at I am Roman Harris, and just to say quickly, because I know you're probably crying already, wondering where we're going when we're coming. back back how are you gonna deal with not having us for a few weeks oh jesus <laughs> but we will we but we will be back on the 10th of january with season two so stay tuned yes but for now guys we'll catch you in the new year have a good one all the best for 2021 no more coronavirus <laughs> fingers crossed take care blessings I can't go with you. Why can't you just say goodbye? Why can't you just say bye, though? <laughs> you know I'm gonna keep. You know I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> you know I'm gonna keep that bit in. You're gonna be like. <laughs>